This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Once again, Mid-Flight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal, delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. Get to heapsnormal.com, chuck in the code DUTYFREE at checkout and get free shipping around Australia. And I think Heggy just snuck a fart into our ad for Heaps Normal. Incredible. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't me. Man, I'm glad else. we're in separate rooms this week because I yeah. I know your Melbourne Comedy <laughs> oh. Festival diet. I don't want to be oh, anywhere okay. near that room. Yeah, okay. Here he is. Yeah. Sanctimonious. To be fair, I reckon I'd test three lines on my next COVID test after smelling yeah. one of your farts. It's a new beast <laughs> in my system. Heapsnormal.com. Get on it. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. How is the lady that's not in the fucking this crashes. Out the fucking door. Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? <laughs> Good, mate. Locked up I just, in the I clink. Just realized, I, I just realised our heaps normal ad at the start there didn't have anything from you except a chuckle and a fart, which is <laughs> really good. No words. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing and farting. <laughs> how's, uh, how's life in the clink? Mate, how's life? The whole family? Coronavirus! All of us. Oh, good on you. Started with the little bloke last Thursday, then the wife and the other little fellow popped the next day. And then it was just me riding solo. I thought I'd I thought I'd made it through using a combination of whiskey and Thai food for three meals a day. Yeah, and uh, it got me Sunday. Like I say, yeah, keep putting keep putting chili and and curries through you. It's got nothing to hold on to then. <laughs> I'm just shitting or sweating. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, um, but man, I'm actually I'm pretty lucky. I'm fine. It's not the wife around a fair bit, but she's also got a breastfeed, so double sucked in. Yeah. Um, man, I've never wanted to live on a. I had a few people send me messages and say, "Mate, you just pop the kids in the car and fucking drive to a big paddock, and let the kids run around for a bit." Yeah. Um, but my street, as lovely as they are, home to a couple of Australia's best curtain twitches. Oh, it is a bit of a dob street that I've noticed. Mm. Great street, great neighbours, couple of absolute dibber dobbers. Yeah, but that little house on the corner, 
that looks like a little bunker <laughs> with uh, some bad stuff going on in there. You never hear anything from in. Oh, okay. I don't want to know. Anyone, you know, anytime a house has got um, like barbed wire over the, you go, hold on, are you a car yard? No. Nah. Then why the fuck do you have barbed wire? <laughs> yeah. Up to wire. You say, you'll be, you'll be on TV saying, no, he seemed like such a nice man until he fucking exploded the train. <laughs> Um, mate, we've got to – yeah, well, oh, hold on. I've actually got to get the dinger ready for what happened. So, Rona, which means lost the last four shows at Melbourne Comedy Festival. Oh, yeah. Stuck in a house with a three-year-old boy. I don't care what people say. They run around more than chicks. And missed holiday to the Gold Coast. <laughs> There's only so much arts and crafts my little fella can do before it's oh run full speed and <laughs> yeah it's no good. You check the weather at the Gold Coast, see if you're missing much. He's coming in right now, Luge. Yeah, mate, come on, dude. That's what I mean. It's, it's been this. This is my first That's time on. just sitting in here. Yeah, yeah, he's coming. It happens. G'day, bud. Um, yeah, he's just having a squeeze. He'll run. He'll run full speed and just bite the baby brother on the way through. And yeah, you know, yeah, standard behaviour. It is standard behaviour. There was a, a point during this, so if you don't know, there's a rolling lockdown situation, so wife and the boys can get out on Friday. I can't get out until Sunday because I pop later, and there was, which means I'll be in here for 10 or 11 days total. And there was a point where I, the kids were both crying. I think Charlie just hit the baby. Luch was feeling like shit. I just went, ah, fuck this. Yeah. And I looked at my watch, and it was 8.15 a.m., the oh, second day. Yeah. Go for man, I've got to turn this attitude around. Yeah. It's pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> On the plus side though, uh, a lot of the people who are coming to your shows have, have uh, started coming to mine. So Oh sick. There you, know, you go. Every every cloud. Yeah. Well, mate, I, it's actually what <laughs> what I'm waiting for now is we're looking to reschedule shows. Yeah. But I think to get back in my venue, someone's got to get the spicy cough. So oh. if if you're out and about and you've got a fever and you run into Phil Wang yep. or Nath Velvo. <laughs> All right. Do not be courteous with your sneezing. Give him a bloody hug. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know if you can just say that, but uh, it's fine. Yeah, whatever. It's jokes. Oh, by the way, Gold Coast holiday, thankfully, apparently it is going to piss down there the rest of the week. So oh, miss good. anything. As long as everyone's miserable. I'm happy. Yeah, man. Mm. That's how I look at it. Got got the got all the money back too, which is rare, Heggy. Oh, that's good. Everything. Hotel motel. They were cool with it. They must have double booked. They're happy to get rid of you. <laughs> um, I see some interesting accommodation each week, of course. You've when we're uh down the line from one another, you've um you've always got an interesting bit of real estate behind you, usually with a grim story attached. Yeah. I'm looking at a house that is one hundred percent. America. There's no way that's not America. Yeah. There's a fat van and a big truck and a little house. There's too many cars for that size house. Yeah, it's America. Um, leaves have all fallen off. It's winter time. It's a cold state. W- what are we looking at? Well, yeah, the van is quite pertinent to uh, the van. Yeah, um, Dharm- not D- Dharma. Was he a van guy? No, no. Nah, well, it could have been. I don't know. No, he was no, car. I think you're on, the, you're on the right track. It's uh, uh, Bundy. No. Not Bundy. Bundy wasn't a family man. Um, this is uh, Dennis Raider's house. 
BTK. BTK. Yeah. What did he do? Self-appointed nickname was Oof. his biggest crime. <laughs> Extra life sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can all call me BTK. We'll call you Dennis. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. BTK's house, they all sort of have that similar feel to them, don't they, these houses? Those mm. like serial killer American houses, yeah, of course. Like why didn't we just go straight there <laughs> and check it out? There's four cars <laughs> and a shit little miserable house with the windows always shut. Yeah, just no no fresh air is getting through there. Yeah, gross. Just some bad ideas getting cooked up inside a house like that. Yeah. Check on your neighbours. You know? <laughs> Where's the fucking dobber in his street? Where's a dobber? <laughs> Where's a curtain twitcher on BTK Street? Yeah, I don't know. They're always the he's a good bloke types, you know? Nah, not him. Yeah, family Get man. To himself. Can't be a bad bloke and have a family. Um, conversely, good ideas. Uh, this week, bumper episode and, in fact, crossover with uh, Do Go On podcast. Do um, Go On, awesome, awesome pod. Went recorded last week and it's coming out. Yep, it's coming out right now. It's ho- if you've never heard, do go on. Fact-based comedy podcast hosted by comedians Matt Stewart, Jess Perkins, and Dave Warnicky. Uh, Matt Stewart isn't on the app with us. It's just Jess and Dave with us on this one. I think uh, ACAR said only one ranger per episode, so Matt had to go. Lost the coin toss. <laughs> Big Dog Cody's in there. That's my self-appointed nickname. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know how their listeners will take it, but we'll see. <laughs> All right, mate, let's get stuck in. Hello and welcome to the Do Go On Mid-Flight Brawl. God, this is a mouthful. <laughs> Crossover Spectacular. Ooh. Spectacular? Yeah. I like that. Why not? Jeez, I'm so happy you got to name it. <laughs> what would you have gone yeah, for? You've Mid-Flight Brawl plus guests. <laughs> yeah. Never mentioned names. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, we've, I think we've done all right there. Never, maybe. Never yeah. name check. Yeah. It's spectacular. It's great. My name's Dave, for people who don't know me. I'm here with Jess. We do a podcast called... Do go on with our esteemed colleague Matt Stewart. Yep. Who? Uh, but Acast have said only one ranger on a show at a time, yeah. so he's on the bench until I tucker myself out, and we'll get him in. How, long, ne- how long will that be? Oh, I don't know. At Brecky Radio, I could go for seven, eight minutes. Okay. And then if you play a song, I'm all right for a bit longer. <laughs> Repeat. Um, I got to say, mashups for me. It's, I'm, you, I'm in are you going to say your name? I'm Nick Cody, and I'm Luke Heggie. Um, <laughs> And we're from Midflight Brawl for the people, most people who are listening to this who don't know who the fuck we are. But um, <laughs> I'm in two minds with mashups. Like in terms of music, if I like a song, I'll just listen to it and then I'll listen to another song and enjoy them both. You know, I'm widely known for my open mind. So <laughs> Man, hopefully I'm on, this works. As I said, commercial radio, I think every second song, you go, fuck yeah, Fleetwood Matt, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's this bloke done to yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. the motto of commercial music, isn't it? Fuck, fuck yeah, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. <laughs> my favourite at the minute is Toxic. There's a song called Toxic Pony, which is a genuine Britney Spears mashup. Yeah, no, I oh, could have right. guessed that one, I reckon, yeah. <laughs> if I had to have a stab. Is it genuine? Wasn't genuine, it genuine? Genuine. Genuine. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. I don't know. You're the 40-odd-year-old from Queensland. If anyone was going to know R&B <laughs> yeah. from the oh, yeah. 90s, early 2000s. I know a lot. <laughs> it's not rum and bourbon, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> All right. Anyway, thanks, guys, for having us on your podcast. Hey, thanks for having us on, on your, your podcast. podcast. We're putting it out on uh, on both feeds to capture the beautiful listeners of, of both podcasts. <laughs> yeah. So for people who don't know Mid-Flight Brawl, tell us what it is. 
Well, uh, it's a podcast each week where we cover a different uh, scrap on a plane pretty much. <laughs> There's a lot of people fighting on planes, um, on the ground, in the air, uh, sometimes in the airport. We just yeah. did a Spirit Airlines episode recently and sometimes you don't even get to the plane before you think, <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm belting everyone. <laughs> And people always ask it. They just think it's like, well, you're doing a thing where you cover plane fights or plane incidents. They don't necessarily have to be fights. Mm. People, yeah. what are they normally doing? What's oh, their there's excuse? A, there's a lot of yelling. There's there's breakdowns. Yep. There's um, feigned illnesses. There's, you know, Rarely trying to get fault, free though. stuff. Yeah. Nothing, nothing is ever anyone's fault. No, it's no, a no. major overriding <laughs> yeah. theme. It's generally, nothing is anyone's fault. I tried this sleeping tablet for the first time <laughs> yeah. and I had, you know, 86 beers. Plus, I'm anxious. Yep. And the lawyer also said to tell you <laughs> that I have depression. <laughs> it's just whatever you need yeah. except to say I fucked up on a plane. Yeah. We've done a hundred odd episodes. Never has someone just oh, put their hand up. Grant Hackett put his hand up. Oh, yeah. No, pretty much no one else has. <laughs> like all, he did. You know, it wasn't me. Hackett put his hand up on the plane and reached forward to the seat in front and nipple crippled a bloke. So <laughs> he put his hand up before he had to put his hand up. <laughs> Reaching across is very funny as well. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. There you go. We say that a lot. Safe. There was, there was one episode I've been listening to a lot of your show lately, one that really stood out in my feed. I think it was called Homemade Parachute. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm was, listening that, to that one. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a tent from, from Kathmandu or something, this bloke put together with a curtain sash off the plane and tried to yeah. hijack it, flop everyone and jump Fil- out. Oh, my God. Yeah, Filipino MacGyver <laughs> slash DB Cooper. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jess, I, don't, I don't want to spoil it for Jess, but imagine how it ends. Yeah, <laughs> you're absolutely guess right. Not well. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but pre- well, Gunner, it's just like a knuckle and a knee hanging out of the mud. <laughs> a- yeah. <laughs> I don't want to give much away, but they didn't find DB Cooper, and that's quite the opposite of what happened with our bloke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they definitely found him. Yeah, but that's good. I like a resolution, you know. Oh, DB yeah. Cooper, good. you're yeah, like, what? It gives you closure. Exactly. Yeah, I'm like, you. where is he? What's happened? <laughs> this guy? You, no question. Did you just have a warning episode? Yeah. Come out? Was that recorded before? Because we did a, we did a, we've got a spin-off podcast for our Patreon subscribers called Land Larrikins, and we did a cricket Special mm. all time grub eleven <laughs> filled every position. <laughs> Who else is in the eleven? Oh, no, well, it was um, not many Aussies. There's uh, Terry Jenner, Warney's coach. Um, <laughs> funnily enough, <laughs> another spin bowler from the seventies. He's done time. Um, a few subcontinental murderers and stuff. And, <laughs> oh, okay, so um, properly crook. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like drug traffickers <laughs> yeah, from West right. Indies, yeah. English scrubs. Um, only a couple of proper, you know, lovable larrikins like your Warnies and your Ben Stokes. Yeah. Uh, just bashing and, and, you know, philandering, what have you. But mm. um, some of them are quite sinister. But you can't leave a murderer. Like there is a suggestion <laughs> that murder is quite high on the list yeah. of crimes. So yeah. you can't leave them yeah. out of the You can't. Imagine no. you're 12th man and you're the murderer. You're like, come on. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he didn't date Liz early though. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. You gotta wait for an injury. <laughs> sorry, mate. That's just how it works. No, we did do that after the fact, luckily. Oh. So it wasn't like we were like, yeah, he's the best and he's <laughs> yeah. gonna live forever. Yeah. Oh man. Ours was on the day. Oh wow. Like hours before. Yeah. Then the next week we'd done something on a wrestler who died the week Scott after Hall. that. So oh, yeah. things aren't looking good for you two being on our podcast. <laughs> No. Stay home. <laughs> I am home. <laughs> 
So how's this um, how's this mashup going to work? Well, so you guys do like mid-flight incidents or yeah. <laughs> airport incidents as it is. We have a more broad uh, sort of topic choice. We, we pick something from history and take it in turns to do a report on it basically. We have done some, some brawly type stuff. I've been looking back because we've done over 300 episodes. Mm. We've covered quite a few topics. Yeah. You've covered history. But uh, yeah. you've got to look forward to the future. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing a lot of reports on hoverboards. <laughs> Just guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I reckon they're going to be sick. <laughs> End of report. I have to say I'm, I'm disappointed in the in the present because when mm. I was a kid the future was presented as everyone gets their own fucking robot. Yeah. And, you know, where's mine? No robot. Oh, that was 2000 was a magical towards yeah. 2000. That was beyond 2000. We've just yeah. got what's yeah. the next thing? It's just a Roomba. That's yeah. fucked. It doesn't even vacuum properly. Yeah. It runs into shit. Well, it's just not kind of a shop square, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Real shit robot. That's yeah. what I never said. We'll have a really bad robot. Yeah. Cheap, cheap labor is, is replaced. <laughs> cheap labor replaced yeah. robots. Yeah. So. <laughs> Got a pair of shoes for four bucks. <laughs> Thanks, robots. <laughs> Thanks, little robots. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Grim. I was just sleeping night if you call them robots. <laughs> <laughs> so we've done a couple of uh, we've done uh, the malice at the palace. Yep, the N- oh, NBA. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ball yeah in I the know 90s. this one. Yep, we had uh, Josh Earl come in and tell us about that. Big NBA fans, that was fun. Do you remember this one, Jess? We did the Toronto Clown Riot. Absolutely not. Oh. Do you know that? No. It was, what like an affair? It was uh, circus clowns versus a bunch versus. of firefighters. Did I do that? Before? Yeah. Fuck. Was it organised like a back of the sheds sort of thing, or they? Just uh, it off? just sort of erupted. Great. Even better. Wow. You remember more about it, Jess. Oh, that's so good that it's your report. You've written a report on Toronto clowns <laughs> punching on with nothing. firefighters. You're like, well, I don't know. I don't remember anything from yeah. this podcast. <laughs> when we started six years ago, I thought, this is great. This is going to make me a lot smarter. I'm going to get better at yeah. pub trivia. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. We turn, turn off the mics, it's all gone. It's <laughs> useless. Yeah. What's your favourite, uh, next question, favourite Toronto clown fight? <laughs> yeah. Don't know. That sounds made up. Anyway, oh. next. <laughs> yeah. That's a no trick. No clue. Is it lunchtime? <laughs> we having lunch? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> so um, but for, for this sort of mashup, um, I thought, uh, Heggy and I have been coming up with a little plan here, and that is maybe that I could talk a little bit about the history of flight. Oh, beautiful. The, the good old days. Oh, all the romance. It was, uh, you know. Gentlemen working out how to get into the air. Yeah. Oh, um, that far back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, even further back, my friend. Wow. Oh, my God. How we, how, how we basically got to where you are now, where people are kicking the yeah. shit out of just each just other. Just descent into what yeah. it is today. <laughs> That's probably what it was. It was probably someone saw the Wright brothers. Go, Can't wait till they're bigger. I'm going to fucking bash them. Yeah. <laughs> just biting their when time. When we can all get on. <laughs> Look at these pricks. Showing off. <laughs> I'm going to bash them. Just, just that sentence is funny. I'm going to bash them. <laughs> See, and I'm one of those people too. I would not be on the first. A lot of people. No. I don't want the first round of vaccine. I don't want the first plane. I don't want this SpaceX. No. Oh, you want to yeah. go up there with Pete Davidson? No. <laughs> no, thank you. No, I'll wait until it's a regular, yeah. like there's 10 leaving Melbourne airport a day. Yes. Then I'll go yeah. into space. Absolutely, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Not before. The first five. No. <laughs> and also any aircraft where it's like it's, it's going to leave at 4.17 and then they see two clouds and go, fuck, it's off. You <laughs> yeah. go, well. <laughs> if, you, if you're that worried, yeah. <laughs> if it can't hang around for a bit and then take off, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't trust it. <laughs> we'll come back every day for five weeks. <laughs> Clear the schedule. 
So, yeah, well, we'll, we'll get there, but um, <laughs> I have gone way back. Ooh. Yeah, go on. It turns Great. out mankind has wanted to fly for ages. Okay. Yeah. Like a long, long time. But it was just jumping. <laughs> it was just known as jumping. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing what happens. And to be honest, it, for a long time it didn't go well. It, even Greek mythology has the legend of uh, Daedalus and his son Icarus. Oh, I didn't know. I just know Icarus. Yeah. Too yeah. close to the to the sun. What's his dad's name? Uh, Daedalus. Oh, Daedalus. Daedalus. I thought you said Daedalus, which just <laughs> well, sounds like a rough nickname to give a bloke that died from fucking old Daedalus over <laughs> And you said it way too soon. It's like he's just died and everyone else like, come on. Well, he hasn't hit the ground yet. Yeah. Oh, Check out Daedalus. It's going to be a big impact. <laughs> he might pull through. No, he won't. No, no, Daedalus. <laughs> so, yeah, he wanted to – he created wings by combining leather uh, – feather, leather probably uh, – feathers and wax. Icarus was told by his dad not to fly too close to the sun and not too close to the water below. Okay. So it could either melt – or you get clogged up with water. Sure. He went, don't, you don't know what you're talking about. Dad. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll have a crack at yeah. this. He ignored him. He flew too close to the sun, the wax melt, and son of Daedalus, Icarus, yeah. <laughs> gone. And similar stories are apparently found in across Europe, India, and in China as well. In terms so, of oh, mythology. Mythology, yeah, myth- yeah. And sort of how people have wanted to fly oh, there, for ages. There's loose units everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not a. <laughs> oh, seriously. Yeah. It's not a bogan with a monster energy hat <laughs> thing. No, they're all over the world. It doesn't matter. It is a defect of humanity. <laughs> I want to get up there. But even after it's been perfected, people are still trying to do their makeshift. Like, oh. They can fly a fucking lawnmower or, you know, <laughs> yeah. like God, a guy's car took off because you put rocket fuel in it and drove too fast. We did, <laughs> we did once a report on Lawn Chair Larry. Do you know? Oh, yeah. Who yeah. stuck a bunch of helium balloons. He flew over the LA, la- yeah. like, the movie. Space. like us. Yeah. But like in the 70s. And like and Larry. they had to, like, <laughs> <laughs> they were like this. They had to like radio pilots to watch out for him and not run into him. Yeah, he was in LA over the airport for yeah, a while. Yeah, and then you get up high enough, and then he goes, oh, "How am I going to come down?" And then some of the balloons start popping. And you go, "Uh oh, yeah, Icarus, the new Icarus." Yeah. <laughs> should listen to my dad. He said not too high. Um, I I saw a YouTube video the other day of a guy that took one of those big. Almost like fan type thing. Yeah. Really high up. He went proper high. Gloves on. He was like 30,000 feet. 40,000 wow. feet. Yeah. yeah. Got up there. Or just really, holding really on to the high. fan. Yeah. I forget the exact. Whoa. You, it was three weeks ago and I've had a lot of beers between then <laughs> yeah. and now. So. But how'd it go? Did he stay up there? Or? Yeah. yeah. He's well, still and up then he came down. No, he came down. <laughs> He's still there. He's stuck. Only affordable real estate. <laughs> I live up here now. <laughs> I'm on the clouds. <laughs> wow. At what point can't you breathe? Like surely. Maybe he wasn't that high then. Fuck. I That's crazy. He went proper high though. Like you did have to watch out for aircraft. Yeah. No, you, can, you, can, um, you can still breathe. Yeah. I'm all well and good to watch high. out for aircraft, but what are you going to do? They're coming at you pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. You have to turn your fan around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here comes one. Stop, Just get off the road. Stop flapping. <laughs> stop flapping. <laughs> well, 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 the earliest example of man-made flight probably can be traced back to China where they flew kites several hundred years BC. Large kites were developed, some big enough to carry people. Wow. That's how big they were. Which I read they use for military movement sometimes, but also for punishment. So yeah. oh. they just hook you up to a kite and say, see you later. <laughs> just kill you. Just yeah. say that. Wouldn't well, they'd hope you'd get killed, but like yeah. if you landed. 
in a, awesome. In a better country. <laughs> Great. Got away from North the people trying to kill me. <laughs> That's pretty great, though, to be strapped to something. It's like you might die as punishment yeah. or you're a hero yeah, who got to take sure. part in flight. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. just life. You might have a beautiful experience <laughs> oh, soaring through the air. <laughs> well, to me, that's like the hot air balloons that take off around Melbourne. Yeah. I just look at every one of those as a 50-50 proposition, even oh. though I assume they're a lot safer, but. But how it many just, did you hear about it? It's probably once a month you hear one just coming down in someone's backyard in Greensboro or something. Yeah. They're always coming down. Coming yeah. down, deflated, coming down. Yeah, just crash landing. Really? You kind of Eddie have bones? to crash land them. Did you know that? Or, oh, I'm misremembering. I went in one years ago <laughs> and you the, to land them, they don't just sort of land nicely. You sort of have to oh, brace yeah. and, and ideally the basket tips over oh. and you're like sideways. What happens to all your champagne and strawberries yeah. when that happens? <laughs> You've got to finish them before you land. <laughs> You're absolutely shit-faced yeah. by the end. That helps you with the fall. Stay loose. You know what I mean? Just roll out. <laughs> Let's go again. Uh, progress was stunted for centuries by mankind's obsession with the flight of birds, thinking that if they can do it like that, why can't we? We don't have wings. That's fair enough. That's so, before TV. Yeah, yeah. You're just looking out the window going, yeah. fuck, that looks sick. Yeah. That looks really good. <laughs> no footy on. <laughs> Look, at that. Look at that budgie having a ripper of a time. <laughs> And for hundreds of years, inventors from around the world focused on ornithopters, which are machines in which flapping wings generate both lift lift and propulsion that emulated the way birds fly. Mm. Sadly, these often did not end very yeah. well. That was in the curly moustache era, I reckon. It's <laughs> <laughs> a penny farthing. Yeah, they should have stuck to mm. boxing, polite boxing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Notre Dame fighting Irish logo. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, it goes back really far because in... 852 AD, Armin Furman, which is a great name, uh, placed feathers all over his body and attached wing-like garments to his arms. Then he just jumped from a tower, hoping oh. for the best. Was that Birdman Rally? <laughs> yeah, that yeah original Birdman Rally. <laughs> Did he jumped off Daimaru. <laughs> yeah. Did he get the best? Well, his attempt was unsuccessful. Oh. Uh, his efforts slowed his descent just enough to allow him to survive. So maybe that <laughs> oh, is a success. No, nah, that's worse. Is that success? Yeah, it's worse, isn't that's it? That's even worse. <laughs> because he survived but every bone in his body is broken. Yeah, yeah. Right? He survived to feel the pain. Yeah. <laughs> his conclusion was he didn't fly far because unlike birds, he didn't have a tail. That was yes. what he thought was oh, right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> next time, they're like, mate, there will not be a next time. Yeah, it's got yeah. nothing to do with power to weight ratio <laughs> yeah. or yeah. Of that. the fact that you're just a man with feathers on. <laughs> I don't think it's the feathers that are doing all the work, you know. It's like just putting glasses on a bird and go, why didn't he pass uni? You go, well, it's, it's more than that. <laughs> it's not just the thing on him. <laughs> Look at this really smart bird. Why doesn't he have a medicine degree? Oh, then some really smart people from all over Europe were absolutely thinking about this too. So Leonardo da Vinci, Galileo Galilei in Italy, Christian Huygens in the Netherlands and Isaac Newton in England all contributed to an understanding of the relationship between resistance or drag and such factors as the surface area of an object. Mm. Like you're talking about. They're actually yeah. using science <laughs> rather than, I reckon I'm missing a tail. Yeah, yeah it's a tail, I reckon. Christian Hugen sounds like a Maya uh, suit brand. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I would have worn that to my formal. Totally. Yeah. Well, what are you wearing? Christian Hugen. <laughs> it would have been buy two shirts, get a free tie or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but even Da Vinci was focusing uh, on birds and bats. 
so we can look at mm. the bitchy like yeah. an idiot. He <laughs> 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 was nothing about, about jets, fuckhead. Yeah, come yeah. on, mate, get a jet. <laughs> it's rocket fuel, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. English engineer George Cayley is sometimes referred to as the father of aviation, along with about five other guys. Oh, yeah. People are vying yeah. for this title. But uh, his claim is in 1799, he identified the four forces which act on heavier than air flying, uh, which are weight, lift, drag, and thrust. He was also the first experimenter to focus on fixed-wing aircraft and designed the first glider reported to have carried human aloft. So he did well. He's done very well. He's figured out the four big ones there. (laughs) And then he's... Stop flapping your arms. You look fucking stupid. Yeah. All right, just fix dumb. the wings. This is dumb. <laughs> We're better than birds. Yeah. <laughs> it's embarrassing when you do it. Gary, stop flapping your arms. You look like an idiot. But a few years before this in 1783, Jess, you'll be interested to hear that the Montgolfier brothers in Versailles in France showed off their invention of a hot air balloon. Montgolfier. That's a fun Mm. That's a fun name. It also sounds like a polo brand of shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The horse is backwards. Yeah. I got that at the Vic Market. Yeah. <laughs> it's a <Mont> <laughs> uh, The first flight of a hot air balloon had the world's most confused sheep, duck, and rooster on board. <laughs> oh, Great. <shit. laughs> what, a weird, what a weird combo. <laughs> How'd they go? They make it back? They made it back. They were worried that humans couldn't survive that high up in the air, so they went yeah. chucking the farm animals. Yeah. And they Ice survived. Monkeys. Oh, there you okay. go. So yeah. it worked. I thought that's it. they were going to make some weird to duck and the flames <laughs> just fucking cooked them all. They <laughs> dropped back. You go, well, well, smells well, good. doesn't work. Great. Yeah. Lunch is on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it? A sheep, a duck? And a rooster. A yeah, rooster. Wow. Okay. That's like a puzzle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they all had each other. Uh, for the next century, this was the closest humans or roosters got to fly. <laughs> uh, people tinkered away with theories, experiments, and new designs with the first wind tunnel built way back in 1871 in England. Again. As in a wind tunnel like the thing you can do near the airport here where you you put on the Red Bull <laughs> yeah. suit and pretend In, to Indoor skydiving. Yeah, indoor skydiving. <laughs> yeah. Is that? And you get manhandled by the guy trying to show you what to do. Yeah, yeah. He's trying oh, to correct oh, you. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh. Awkward for everyone. <laughs> Have you done that? No. 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 Well, I asked Cody and then I looked at Heggy. I was thinking maybe Nick's done it. But yeah. I didn't no. think you would have. No, not my thing. Have you done it? No. Nah. I don't no. think it's my thing. I reckon walk out of there with a broken neck. They just turn it off. You worry about power outages or something. Yeah, up nice and high, and this power goes out. (laughs) 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 We wanted indoor skydiving. We gave it to you. They're really trying to make near Melbourne Airport the place to go. Yeah, it's like, but it's like the new Docklands. There's urban surf. Yeah, where you can go out. Have you seen urban surf? Mm. Oh yeah, Mm. just a proper. Beach almost, yeah. but with massive waves and you can learn how to surf. Yeah, inland surfing. Yeah. 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 You can do inland surfing and indoor skydiving. <laughs> you can do anything in Melbourne. <laughs> Come <Yeah>. on down. <laughs> Fifth most livable city. Yay. Uh, Otto Lilienthal from Germany was dubbed the flying man after he made a series of successful flights with gliders. He made over 2,000 documented flights with gliders, including wow. his final flight, oh. which stalled and he fell 15 metres to his death. Ooh. Oh, right. Hold on, that's not. 15 metres? Oh, oh, I no. guess that's. You'd die, oh. die from five. Oh, no, you're fucked. I was just hoping for higher. Yeah, yeah I, was, I would have <laughs> yeah. thought higher, yeah. Yeah. A few I think so, just so he he's really hoping. dead. Yeah, actually, yeah. you're right, because he didn't die straight away. He died oh. the next day. Yeah, so yeah. if you had added the zero, 
off. Out of no question. Yeah, yeah, absolutely done. <laughs> yeah, well, as he's falling, he's, he wish, his final thought is, I wish I was higher. <laughs> and this is pre-opium, I reckon. Like pre, they haven't figured out the heroin compound yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's just You're sitting there going, feeling oh, everything. just trying to bite onto a belt. I wish I was higher. Get me some fucking oxies. I'm in a bad way. (laughs) His uh, tombstone has the words sacrifices must be made inscribed on it. (laughs) Sacrifices must be made. (laughs) Oh my God. Wow. Different time. Which is just, you know, grim. (laughs) Sacrifice yourself for progress. Progress of life. He also has the honour of being on my favourite Wikipedia page, which is a list of inventors killed by their own inventions. Oh, oh so, superb. Wow. He's on there. Very good. That's good to know. That's a page because Heggie's a big fan of Murderpedia. <laughs> Murderpedia. That's a great way to You're Murderpedia? Oh, I'm all over it. Yeah, great. Glad to meet someone else who looks at it. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking sick. I get lost in it. Murder. It's amazing. How, how long is this inventors killed by their own inventions? Is it quite a? It's quite extensive, yeah. yeah. And it's divided by centuries. That's how long have people have been wow. dying by their own inventions. Mm. <laughs> and my second favorite page is a list of sexually active popes. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Are these ones who haven't had the fix, or they're just? Yeah, of... my, a lot of them were real bad. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> real bad dudes. Real bad. As with the inventors, though, the more modern ones be very interesting. Like inventors killed by something now. It's just like a fucking sex machine or something. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. And modern popes, any of them? When was the last one who's calling himself sexually active? It, it's not for a while now, right. sadly. Yeah. Bays also be underpla- underpaid warehouse employees. Just an uprising. This bloke, Otto, is also listed as the father of aviation. He's another oh. one. Got a lot of dads aviation. Where's the mum? Where's Where's the the fun aunt of aviation? Honestly, I feel like you've gotten ladies involved earlier. You probably would have worked it out rather rather than just going, I reckon I need a tail. Yeah. Thanks. Is there there a creepy uncle of aviation? If you got your dick and balls out, you go further. (laughs) I need heaps of kids to push me off this cliff. (laughs) They also can't be wearing pants. The science. <laughs> the science. Well, in the same way that two brothers took balloons to the next level, two more brothers took modern aviation one step further, the Wright brothers, who we actually have a whole episode on. Do you remember mm-hmm. that one, Jess? Uh, vaguely. Probably remember that. We were, I talked about that way back on episode 85. It's okay. Been, oh, it's been a long time ago. That is two of our whole shows ago, Heggy. Yeah. done over 300. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we're going to have to kill them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to overtake them, yeah. <laughs> Um, man, in terms of fight, like a lot of brothers involved in the early flight. You can't tell me the Wright brothers didn't punch they on must with each other. That's right? a good point. Fuck that. Like yeah. you couldn't work with a brother and not have a punch up, especially back then. <laughs> Plus they're in Kitty Hawk in um, right. North Carolina, the home of grubbery as we've discovered. <laughs> in oh, the North absolute Carolina. epicenter of grubs in yeah. North Carolina. <laughs> when we started mid-flight brawl, we thought it was just going to be Gold Coast, Bali, bit of Manchester, but North Carolina <laughs> comes up more than anything. Wow. Yeah, they're, they're ready to fight. Yeah, there's something, something I don't know. Something if it's about a, the joint. I don't know. Big connecting just, hub for an airlock. Something's happening. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Just a central sort so, of spot for fighting. But I mean, the Wright brothers, there was just no sniveling little turd filming it. So, of course, they had biffs. They must yeah. have. Yeah, for sure. But we love those sniveling little turds for filming it because now you have content. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Absolutely. we appreciate Thanks. it now. Yeah. <laughs> now, they're playing the Wright brothers' plane. Were they sitting one in front of the other? Because that is. Trying to think about their 
Aircraft. Uh, I think Cropex yeah. over the back. Yeah. Ear flick. That's how, yeah. the, that's how the, the clavicle cockpit, rub. Yeah. The cockpit was invented. Yeah. <laughs> I had my little brother sit behind me, a fucking nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Punching me. Gotta keep an eye on the bastard. Yeah. <laughs> I think it might be even uh, even worse in that it was one at a time. So they're probably yeah. fighting uh-huh. over who gets to go. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it was one. They did have a passion. I remember, I've, um, you know, Thomas Selfridge that Orville took up and fucking killed. <laughs> what? <laughs> Orville Wright took up a passenger like an army lieutenant, Thomas Selfridge, yeah, right. and um, the propeller split, plane crashed, Orville survived. So did Thomas, but the next day he died. Oh. But then no one gave a fuck. It was like, oh, you're still a hero, Orville. You've, you know, look what you've done. The next year, ticker tape parades, whatever. What about Thomas? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's not unlike when your hero and God, uh, like a, a footy player here, does, you know, oh. Like actual God just kills a teenager in his house in a pool or something. You go, oh, bloody good kicker though. So <laughs> he's all right. <laughs> yeah, it never makes the real. Jolly good show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Never makes the YouTube highlights package. Yeah. The no. yellow tape going around the, <laughs> <laughs> the pool in the kitchen. Um, Fifteen hundred bucks in fines for his trouble, though. The yeah. old, the old god. Um, Melbourne's god, Ablett, Gary Ablett. Oh yeah, the senior. Oh yeah. Fifteen. That's good value. Like killing someone. Fifteen hundred. <laughs> Any day of the week. I'd take, that. I'd take that action. <laughs> I've had tram fines get up more than that. <laughs> They'll get you. I killed no one on the tram. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there are there. Uh, each brother flew their wooden gasoline-powered propeller biplane, the Wright Flyer, twice, four flights in total, with the shortest lasting 12 seconds and the longest sustaining flight for about 59 seconds. Oof. Wow. And that's actually the world's... I think the world's shortest flight is around that mark. It's somewhere in the UK to a little island. And oh, I, it's yes, around it's like a, minute. a Scottish island or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. it's like a minute, minute thirteen. Proper plane takeoff and landing. <laughs> they almost did it. The Wright brothers. <laughs> they almost did yeah. it. Yeah, build a bridge, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. For a minute. Yeah. yeah, for a minute flight. <laughs> That's crazy. Someone hates driving there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Only planes. Do they still do like the safety oh. uh, demonstration <laughs> oh, at the start? Yeah. <laughs> Serve up a drink. <laughs> just Shorts. a snack. Just a snack. It's <laughs> yeah. a short flight. Just a muffin. I flew from Sydney to Canberra and the steward, they were panicked. You're yeah. in the air for such a short time. They're like throwing cookies to people. Basically, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can't just get it done. Yeah. Oh, I've done that on a little one of them. Yeah, they just stand at the front. It's fucking scabbard. Just boiled sweets. Chucking them down the aisle. <laughs> yeah, I've, I flew Canberra to Melbourne uh, last weekend mm. on Quantit. They said we're only in the air for 32 minutes. And, and I said, okay, there's the booze. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They said it's only 32 minutes. Two then. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the two I'll thanks. just have two, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Thank you. <laughs> just, I felt like a dog, just a head on, yeah. A, yeah. Head on an angle. Yeah. Why? 
Yeah, you said 32 minutes. Yeah, no, I'm not hearing you. You're not hearing me, though. It's strange. Also, I don't want to create a scene, but uh, the TV in my headrest isn't working. Can you you get that going? I want to watch a movie. (laughs) So they're the first to do it probably. There's a bit of debate over who did it first, but most people think the Wright brothers. Uh, Some Brazilian guy that we always get messages from. Brazilian people are taught that uh, another guy did it. You know this? Let me guess. A Brazilian? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's a bit first fleety, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Albo- Alberto Santos Dumont. Okay. That's right. So I apologise uh, to any Brazilian listeners. Uh, we then, but I looked into it, look like the Wright brothers pipped him. Uh, we then <laughs> entered the pioneer era of aviation that lasted until World War One broke out. And there's a lot of experimentation going on during this time. But by 1914, the tractor configuration biplane had become the most popular form of aircraft design and will remain so until the end of the 20s. A tractor configuration refers to an aircraft constructed in this standard configuration with its engine mounted with the propeller in front of it so the aircraft looks like it's, it's pulled through the air yeah. rather than jet engines, I guess. That's one of those. They'd start it spinning it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get it going. Always. <laughs> Terrifying. No, yeah. The flight I took from Canberra to Sydney, it had what? propellers. Yeah. Once we took a flight from, do you remember this, Jess, from uh, Dublin to Glasgow? We're on the time. No, she doesn't remember. (laughs) She doesn't remember what happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, But do you remember I turned to you and said, it's got propellers? Yeah, you were quite panicked. (laughs) I was panicked. Oh, really? That would have been a bit of Stobart (laughs) Air or something. One of those little Air Lingus. It was Air Lingus. Lingus. We missed missed the first flight because uh, Jess was buying a magnet. I was filling up my bottle of water. Wow. Yeah, we missed it. That's all it took. That's all it took. You must be the first sober people to miss a flight in Dublin. They're like, no, no, no. Look. Breath on me. I'm yeah, fine. Yeah, I'm oh, fine. I I, but I've got this adorable I'm, magnet now. Check out this magnet. I can have this left without you. I mean, these fucking nerds. Look yeah. at them. Yeah. <laughs> Three Australians leave them. Piss off. Yeah. <laughs> they leave anyone dumb enough to go to the airport gift shop. <laughs> <laughs> Propellers are good though. There was a Rex flight the other year that just dropped one off. You know, Melbourne to Wagga or something. Just dropped a propeller over Aubrey. Oh. Just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> Landed. We'll come back for Didn't that. Didn't know. <laughs> we'll yeah. Pick it up on the way Didn't back. Know. Well, I think some people in the in the um, cabin let them know that yeah. something bad had happened. But you can land it on one. So every every flight in the world has to be within three hours of one engine. So that's why sometimes you fly overseas. You go, "Why the fuck are we going this way?" Ah. And there's all these little airports just in case engines fail. You can get there on one. Oh, that's good yeah. to know because sometimes you look at you're watching the map as I do. Why yeah. watch a film when I can watch where yeah. we are? And you go, why, where are we, why are we yeah. going out there and then turning left? Is that pilot lost? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. I was sitting in the traffic lights recently and this um, like motorbike with a big cube of food on the back going the other way pretty quick, hit a pothole. Lots of potholes in Sydney at the moment and just fucking lost its cube of food. Kept going, didn't note it, notice. What are we having for dinner tonight, kiddos? <laughs> That's like a video game. It's like Mario Kart. Yeah. Just fucking knocked a tikka masala out of it. Bang. I'll pick that up. Thank you very much. <laughs> then World War One kicks off and it often is a way. Uh, that means more development in uh, technology. People throw money at the war. So there planes really took off mm. and became an aerial arms race of sorts. According to the Illustrated Encyclopedia of Military Aircraft. You're familiar with this website? Mm-hmm. It's my, it's my homepage. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, France was the war's leading aircraft manufacturer, producing nearly 68,000 planes during World War One. Of those, nearly 53,000 were shot down, crashed or damaged. 
Wow. So. Still buy cheap, buy twice. Yeah. <laughs> buy cheap, buy twice. Put my money in. <laughs> yeah. Fine. What a time though to be pumping out planes. <sighs> World War One Under pressure. It's oh. when you work the best. <laughs> <laughs> we just thought the world's biggest plane just got wrecked in the Ukraine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they just blew it up. Oh, bummer. That huge thing. It looks like any time you see it, like this is a video game. They, they flew yeah. it to Perth the other year. It can fly oh. other. It can fly massive aircraft parts around. It can fly tanks, everything. And it was just sitting there in the Ukraine and, you know, just like when any looting happens, they're just going to fucking burn it. You go, well, just leave it alone. It's leave not doing it anything. Yeah. It's not a war yeah, plane. Yeah. It's just a big plane. <laughs> just take the plane. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even the Taliban just kept the helicopters and stuff. They're like, cheers, lads. Yeah. Thanks for leaving we'll the keys in the ignition. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure this out. <laughs> this got to be a YouTube video. I love planes, but I'm not at the point. I hope it's not an age thing. I hope it's more a personality thing to turn up to an airport to see one arrive. Yeah. Like I'm not, hey, kids, oh. the world's biggest plane's coming so to Geelong. So you reckon if that big one no. had come, you wouldn't have bothered? No, I think it did come to Melbourne. Melbourne or Perth it came to a few years ago. Mm. People were wrapped. Oh, no. Not for you? <laughs> no. It feel like wartime. Like it's just yeah. that's a weird thing to do. Get yeah. kids in the car and go and watch a plane coming in. <laughs> yeah, like when people used to that. turn up to see a train arrive. Yeah. We, we've evolved <laughs> past that. We had that the other week where I leave somebody had handwritten a note to all the na- and they, they're not in our street, so they must have dropped it at all these streets near our train station. Hey, Victoria Steam Rail Society has a steam train running past this station every half an hour on Saturday. Get around. We're all meeting on this side. It's like I think you're putting wear in to try and get more people to your fucking solo venture yeah. to watch the yeah, steam yeah. train. And did you go? No. <laughs> I asked my three-year-old. He was like, I'm okay. Oh, I'm yeah. fine. Seen I'm one, right. Same one on television. Yeah. Fuck it. It's okay. Fine. <laughs> And it was just uh, before and during the First World War that people started to look ahead and fantasise about the idea of commercial travel on aircraft. And according to history.com, the first commercial flight was on New Year's Day 1914. Pilot Tony Yanis transported a single passenger, the Mayor Abe Field of St. Petersburg, Florida, across Tampa Bay via his flying boat, the St. Petersburg-Tampa Airboat Line. Okay. Wow. So, So he named the airline for the first flight. The flight was 23 miles, mostly along the Tampa Bay shore, in case something went wrong. Yeah. Cost five bucks. 2,000 people watched yeah, the flight. They rocked course. up to watch it. There we go. Well, it charged yeah. the mayor. Yeah. Charged the mayor for wow. The mayor paid for it. <laughs> five bucks. Well, did he or did he just pinch the money off the people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the plane flew no higher than 50 feet or 15 oh. metres over the water. <laughs> That's not enough. Oh. Halfway to Tampa, the engine misfired and he touched down in the bay, made some adjustment, adjustments and took off again. Oh, oh wow. Oh, a fiver back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, surely. <laughs> Imagine this would lay the foundation for the commercial airline industry. How? <laughs> That's where it started. Yeah. And I also love that they've heard the stats out of France in World War Two that you yeah. know, 90% of the planes have just smashed or fucking been shot down. And they're like, we should get a lot of people in our family on these yeah, and go yeah. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> we should use these for holidays. <laughs> should you? From all the sort of glitz and romance of early flight though, um, when the world had hope for the future and people wearing their best clothes to get on a plane, calling each other sir and madam, <laughs> yeah, mm. okay. being polite for the sake of it, not just just fucking get something for free. Um, through to now where you can just have an actual fight at a boarding gate. And um, 
when they say you've got to have more than your undies on to get on a plane. <laughs> That you're not allowed to have 18 beers and start screaming at strangers. <laughs> well, you don't get to sit there, you know, and, and call the flight attendants slags. Um, all this just come about because it's too fucking. It's too fucking easy for a long time. I think we need another war. <laughs> and, okay. Victimhood's such an attractive prospect. People are lining up to be one now. So, um, they are some of my favourite stories. The influencers that aren't allowed on a plane. Yeah. They're like, why? Because of this. I'm like, yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I'm not a prude, but it's a – why would you want your bare back on a fucking plane seat? Yeah, yeah. That's oh. the number one oh, yeah. to me. That Just is skin, gross. skin on plane seat yeah. is a – it's like this isn't for the other pe- – this is for your health and yeah. safety. Yeah. Put a top on. Oh. I'm doing you a favour, mate. I just get away with those string muscle singlets though. Gross. On, on Jetstar. Yeah, yeah, on Jetstar. You see like a muscle man get on with those. Yeah. Might as well not have anything on. Mm. Yeah. It's not on. Well, you don't, forget, don't have to get in a suit, but yeah. still, fuck. Yeah. One, do something. One slight bit of turbulence from two nipples showing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't even wear a tracksuit on the plane. No, you won't. Dave travels in jeans and no. and, and boots. I travel in jeans. Oh. I wouldn't go that far. What are you wearing no. on a plane? This. Uh, I wear shorts, shorts, shorts and shoes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Jeans is too uncomfortable for yeah. a long plane. You're not you're not long haul flight jeans. Yes, we're talking when mm-hmm. we've flown to the UK. Wow. Yeah, he'll be in jeans. Yeah, I've, I've, I ask economy, economy, yeah. economy Sorry. jeans like. Oh. <laughs> it's yeah. called respect for your fellow passengers. Are they yeah. loose around the crotch jeans? Are they, what, you know, yeah. how do you nah. adjust for twenty four oh, no. hours? Absolutely just, not. No, just sit there and suck it up. <laughs> oh man, that is get off in London. Pull them off, put them in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> Go to passport control. These cannot be cleaned enough. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got a fresh pair in my carry-on. I like your way of doing it though because everyone, you know, you try and find more comfortable ways to fly but you just go the opposite. Yeah. Like I'm putting jeans on yeah. so now this chair doesn't feel so bad. I'm in jeans. Yeah. You know? I'm not feeling shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling shit. Just embrace it. <laughs> Jeans on a long haul flight, far out. Yeah, no. Nah. I've had to switch to trousers um, for long hauls because I wear those those socks. Yeah, the compression socks. Yeah, yeah. Too, yeah. Hey? yeah. Right. I wear them. I've, I've reached that um, <laughs> stage of my life. So those and shorts, not great. Yeah, yeah, not fair. Do they just give you that in the prostate exam show bag? <laughs> <laughs> On the oh, way yeah. out is some compression socks. <laughs> I went to France about five years ago. My feet just blew up the day I got there. Yeah. I couldn't walk. Mine do that, but that's just from the sheer amount of booze I consume yeah. on a long <laughs> My head's bigger, my legs, <laughs> my gut. I'm a fucking disaster. Yeah. They had to roll him off the plane. Oh, so I try and drink the ticket value. Yeah. <laughs> I try and come out financially in front, you yeah. know, physically years behind, but financially in front. It's worth it. <laughs> I find if the, the tighter your jeans are, you can, uh, you can get away with the compression. Oh, yeah, tight yeah. <laughs> compression machine. Skinny, skinny jeans yeah, skinny on a long jeans. Yeah. Like a lunatic. <laughs> My legs are blowing up. Are you just bursting out of them like the Hulk at the other yeah, end? Yeah. <laughs> I look at the end of a long haul flight. Have you seen Interstellar? Mm. Now when they go to that water planet and come back, it's been seven years for the bloke. That, yeah. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get off on their glasses and cane. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> My kids are grown up. <laughs> <laughs> Dad left when I was three. <laughs> now I've missed his 21st. It's <laughs> a lot of beers. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I'm getting I'm getting to the to the modern uh, the modern age of the more commercial airlines we know. The three oldest uh, airlines that still exist. You know where they are? British Airways. No. Qantas. Qantas is third. Ooh. Okay. 1920. That's the uh, Australian carrier. American Airlines. No, number oh. one is uh, KLM from the oh, Netherlands. Wow. Oh, 1919, so that pips Qantas by a year. And Columbia's Avianca, also Ooh. 1919. Oh, wow. Still going. Avianca, uh, one of the world's largest uh, air crash investigations, I think, was an Avianca plane. Ooh. Yeah. I think Avianca may, may have been a r- run out of petrol in the sky or a. Um, from that era? Whoopsie daisy. I didn't know someone was on this runway as well. Right. No, I ah. think maybe 70s or 80s. <laughs> That's interesting. They were both 1919 and then Qantas, Qantas in, 20, in 1920. That's cool. That's bad. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And um, do you think news just got out here? Well, like, fuck it. We've got to join yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. It'll be yeah. up in the air. They had it ready in 1918 and they just got the, <laughs> the uh, telegram through. <laughs> <laughs> well, in 1919 uh, they were basically using converted wartime bombers 14 passengers lounging in comfortable wicker chairs. Wicker. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Had a different idea of comfort back then. <laughs> in a suit on a wicker chair, is it? Yeah. That's bad. That's bad. Footage of theatres back then, like movie theatres and shit. Fuck, it looked terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's not look comfy. Oh, man. You'd want the movie to be nice and short. <laughs> Especially with people just punching durries next to you the whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Smoking inside as you're up. <laughs> oh. But it was the 30s when it really took off, especially in the USA, because just 6,000 people travelled commercially by aeroplane in 1930. Four years later, that number would multiply by 75 times. Wow. 450,000 passengers in 34. And then a couple of years later, 1.2 million were travelling by air every year. And what was it like? Well, very expensive for one. A flight from London to Brisbane in Australia would, for instance, uh, which was the longest route available in 1938, took 11 days and included two dozen scheduled stops. Wow. Like a cruise ship, sky cruise. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's a lot of takeoffs and landings. Might as well just fucking jump. (laughs) When he tells you to jump, then you just walk there (laughs) to um, leapfrog with a bunch of other people. You fucking get in and leave those. Because my grandparents, my mum's parents were the 10-pound tourists, Mm -hmm. you know, the 10-pound poms. And I think that took months. Yeah. But having heard that, it's a... Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that much longer. Yeah, twenty-four and, stops, and it would cost uh, twenty thousand US dollars in today's Whoa. money for that. Whoa! Wow. So very, very expensive. Holy shit! When you got to Brisbane from London, you'd spent your twenty grand. Yeah, oh, and you're in Brisbane. There's nothing to do here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, twenty-two day trip isn't bad. <laughs> Just yeah. back to London. Yeah, <laughs> turn it around. And then World War II accelerated the introduction of jet engines, which at first were used for military aircraft, but then were used by passengers too. And they were able to fly much higher, faster, and, and further than older piston-powered uh, propellers. Or propellers. Pro- uh, anyway, Prop- don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Propellina. They've got to change that song now, War. Yeah. <laughs> What's it good for? What's it good oh, for? Fucking, fucking innovation, flying technology. Real yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going by boat if people didn't punch on. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, in the 50s, it really took off again. That's when uh, the uh, the jet age took a, a big step forward. The Boeing 707 debuted Ooh. in 1958. <laughs> and uh, Pan American Airways became the first commercial carrier to take delivery from the elongated 
swept wing planes launching daily flights from New York to Paris and became a modern symbol of post-war modernity. So that's one. There we go. Starting like this, we're hearing Boeing. We're hearing words like Boeing. Yeah. We're on the up and up. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's a seven three seven Max, and then whoopsie daisy, <laughs> we're back down. we've got to fix some of that <laughs> software. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. And yeah, that's when people dressed up and flight attendants uh, reflected the epitome of chic. Mm. Yeah. To quote well, from still do. Still do. Oh. No, nah, now it's fake buns and stuff. Yeah. I've seen that. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that? I've seen someone put on it like clip in a fake. Yeah. Bun. Yeah. Put the jacket on at the end. They're just tricking everyone outside. Yeah. Like, you are yelling at me. <laughs> for another bourbon. <laughs> now it's like, uh, enjoy your trip, sir. Go, hold on. Hang on a second. <laughs> You're very different on the ground. It's <laughs> <laughs> ground I'm, attitude. I imagine on your show you talk at least a little bit about low-cost carriers. Oh. Oh, a little do bit, we? yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we do. <laughs> well, the largest one in the world is Southwest Airlines, which was founded in Texas way back in 1967 by Herb Kelleher and the incredibly named Roland King. Oh, Sick. Roland <laughs> King. I also think you don't hear enough herbs now. Yeah. There's not a lot of herbs. dudes called herbs. Yeah. Herb will come back. It should. I'm, I've never <laughs> heard of another Roland. No, so. that's fair as well. Roland? Not Roland. Roland King. Roland King. That is good. Legends. I will be having a third child. Yeah. <laughs> My wife and I were talking about it, but now, now no, that Decision combo's made. on the table. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I, basically I mentioned that just because I wanted to say Roland King, but um, <laughs> they started the low-cost thing by he. They, they're from Texas and uh, the price controls and market regulations imposed by the Federal Aeronautics Board, he decided – they won't apply to me because we're just flying in Texas. Yeah. And people tried to sue and stop him because undercutting everyone else. But uh, they couldn't stop him and then he just built an empire from it. And yeah. basically people like Richard Branson and uh, Ryanair's Michael O'Leary, oh. EasyJet, have all acknowledged their debt to the Southwest and its inspirational business model. So we can thank Roland King. Michael O'Leary, he's great. He's someone that's like, we're trying to figure out if people can just stand. Yeah. <laughs> any, we're try- any we're trying to get 10p for the toilet, you know. Uh, yeah. He yeah. doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I give a fuck. But he's like, it's 40 minutes. Who cares? Do a wee beforehand or pay your 10p or whatever. And, yeah. <laughs> and just stand and hold on to something. Just stand. And people would. Yeah. If you can make it happen, people would do it. Yeah. If Set- it was dirt cheap. Yeah. Yeah, you'd do it. Um. All the way through to today, we haven't looked back from that and it's been a fucking absolute boon for us um, <laughs> more than anything. Um, way through to today, if you can, can cast your mind back, mate, to February 6, 2018. New York City to Syracuse. Uh, Delta Airlines, fairly cheap, not quite as, you know, Ryanair-ish. But, um, They're good, Delta. Yeah. I don't know. I'll they were Virgin's partner. They're good for America. Yeah. I think Americans come over here and hop on our, you know, Qantas and Virgin yeah. and they're blown away. Mm, you know, like the olden days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Susan Perez was the last passenger on board, a graduate from NYU with a degree in international trauma studies. They're just fucking making shit up now, aren't they? <laughs> um, she's doing a tight degree on nearly anything. I don't, I don't know what you've got. Do you, have you studied degrees on yeah. stupid shit? Yeah, drama. So, okay. Yeah. Well, you know. First thing I studied. <laughs> Love that you're like, it does trauma. No, drama. Yeah, I'm listening. Uh, yeah. That, that exists. That's a thing. Yeah. International trauma after covering two world wars in the last yeah. 10 minutes. 
Bullshit. <laughs> Let me set the scene. <laughs> the first degree I got into out of school was um, it was a Bachelor of Arts, but it was Creative Arts and Culture. Oh, okay. I dropped out of that one. Oh, waste um, of time. Culture. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I left. Creative Arts and Culture. The only culture but, jobs no. are in the NRL. Rugby yeah. league. They need a head of culture. Oh, yeah. on there. They need to fix the culture. All right, guys, let's do some play stuff. Maybe calm down a bit. Yeah. We'll do some painting. You guys want to do a puzzle? Hey? Still puzzle. It'll be fun. 19-year-old <laughs> um, Marissa Rundell was on the plane with her eight-month-old son, Mason, right. uh, for the one-hour, 15-minute flight. Susan, she wasn't happy about her back seat allocation. She began muttering to herself. And um, I used to actively seek out the back seat when I was you know, booking a flight. You can sit there picking your nose, flicking at whoever you want. Row yeah. 30. Put your fucking seat back. Yeah. yeah. You aren't near kids though, generally. Yeah, That's they'll put, they will put kids down there. Um. Uh, well, one downside though, the FA still comes through and wake you up and go, put your seat forward. Oh, fuck, why? So you yeah. got to sort of put them all back so that maybe they don't notice. <laughs> but sometimes they still do. Have you ever um, had the one where you get back there and you can't move the seat back? Oh. Yeah, I have. Yeah, the it's wall? a mistake. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that is rough. That's yeah. not happening ever again. I'm on Seat Guru before every long haul flight. I love it. I'm reading reviews, not only on airlines, on specific seats, on specific aircraft. So do you, do you ever do any reviews? No, I don't leave D13, them. absolutely loved it. <laughs> Had a great time in D13. Yeah, well. Um, oh, the way, Susan appeared to have three seats to herself in the back row and was doing some oh. muttering and whinging. What's Still she whinging. upset about? Back seat. She, it's I called like Bogan it. Business Class if you get a whole row. <laughs> That's the yeah. best. She's saying about. Happened oh. to me once was the greatest flight of my life. Yeah. yeah. She's muttering up the fucking bitch-ass back of the plane, <laughs> was her quote. Gosh, Marissa asked Susan not to swear in front of her child. We've got to protect the children. Eight <laughs> months old, rack off. They don't know yeah, anything. That, yeah. Look at their fat that. little faces. They don't know a fucking thing, man. Nah. You have to stop swearing in front of your kids until you get a phone call from kindy. <laughs> They don't, they don't pick it up. Yeah. You know, they'll let you know. They don't even know fear, eight-month-olds. I've yeah. got one in my house right now and I yeah. run at him full speed and drive karate kick and go, what's up, motherfucker? <laughs> he just laughs. It's the best age. If I do it to the three-year-old, he'd freak out. Yeah. I don't know, at some point. Somewhere in between eight yeah. months and three. Yeah, so that's why I used to wake yeah. one up, just start the chainsaw over the cock. <laughs> But is this lady worried that her eight months first words are going to be fucking back of the plane? Back ass bitch of the plane, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, what, Timmy? I'd be Um, quite proud of that, actually. Good sentence structure. (laughs) Yeah, that's right, full sentence. Susan. I don't don't want to judge, but she's a teen mum with a son named Mason. Yeah. I don't reckon Susan's swear word is the first one that's been heard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Susan immediately put her other degree into practice, a BA in European History and Romance Languages. Fucking waste of time. Um, her reply to Marissa was, shut the fuck up and shove it. <laughs> Baby didn't say a thing. Is that French? Um, yeah. Beautiful then, language. Beautiful. <laughs> language of love. <laughs> so, right, um, then she said, I'm not sitting here crying baby. And Marissa said, he won't cry the whole time. Flight attendant Tabitha came over. Tabitha was clearly born in about 1965, part of the Bewitched TV series. Um, and the exchange involved like her going, you know, stop swearing, stop being a dickhead. And, and um, Susan just said, you know, I'm not having this. What's your name? You're not going to have a job tomorrow, Tabitha, is what oh. she said. God, Susan's not having a that. good day, is she? Nah. She's having a shit one. Yeah. Um, also, if you're in row 30, you don't have the power to take anyone's job. No. Well, <laughs> next to the toilet at the back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Tabitha, for that, she said, I want this woman off the plane. 
And then Susan has just fallen apart, knowing that she's getting chucked off the plane. She's like, "No, I'm sorry. If I don't, I can't get home. I've got, I've got to take this plane. I'm sorry. I apologise. I'm, so, I was stressed out. Crocodile tears, that sort of shit. <laughs> too little, too late. I mean, the plane took off without incident. Or Susan. Um, <laughs> see you, Susan. Last in, first out. Um, Marissa took some footage just to show her family. It went viral. It's not that good, but um, this, she's like, this lady thought she's going to be rude to me and Mason. Now she has no way home today, Marissa said triumphantly. She later removed it among the furor, though. They should have kicked her out. She should have said Mason and I. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're out too. You go. I don't think anyone has ever said Mason and I. <laughs> Doesn't happen. Um, Brayden and myself, we're heading yeah. out. <laughs> to whom are you talking, Jaden? No. Um, she felt bad a woman may lose her job just for being a fuckhead. And that's a that's a fairly rare trait these days for the youth. They yeah. want to you, you mob ever ruin someone. Have you ever ruined someone's life on a whim? Oh, Not yeah. on a whim, no. Because you're having a bad day, you can. It's Very easy. much planned. Get amongst it. <laughs> <laughs> you got a vendetta list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of. yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you must. Susan, she was working for the NY Council of the Arts on ninety five k a year. Thank you very much. Ooh. Even stated mid tanty that she worked for the governor. Not for long. Sacked because <gasps> of her behaviour off the clock. Oh, uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I can get behind that. You see people on Twitter say things like, "Oh, you know, these are my views, not my employer." How's that work? Like, Usually you can't the, just go and have a tant in real life, then get filmed and fucking you get sacked. Yeah, that's true. Usually, it's the employer saying everybody has to put that in their Twitter bios. To be fair, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a couple of emails I've received um, <laughs> after some <laughs> sus tweets. Yeah, you know me. Yeah. Here's my vengeance list. Yeah. I'm coming. <laughs> I've used my own. <laughs> I happen to know one Nicholas J. Cody lost his blue tick status for um for all the fist pumping MRA stuff and and the, the pro guns pro guns sort of thing. I think it was that, wasn't it? No, I didn't. Lo- I somebody tried to get into my Twitter account. I got logged. I got locked out of it. Tried oh. to get back in. It was linked to an old email address. I didn't know the thing to that. Channel Nine got me back in. And uh, then I had a look around Twitter and went, oh, no, this was as fucked as <laughs> yeah. I remember it. Just logged out, never went back in, and the blue tick just went away. It just disappeared. Think if you tw- don't tweet for long enough, it just goes. Ah, yeah. okay. So mm. keep it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Keep> <laughs> <tweeting>. the lines. <laughs> yeah. Susan, she works somewhere else now. Never heard a peep out of her since. Her social media has gone dead. She is on LinkedIn, though. You'd be happy to know. Yeah. Um, she works for, now she works for Foxhole Productions. TV company, like every American company. Um, <laughs> it's like a converted warehouse situation, one of those where not much happens but it looks innovative and cool. Um, they definitely rip people off to pay the rent so they can brainstorm in beanbags all the live long day <laughs> fucking play ping pong or whatever it is you people do. Um, not, not to be confused though, with a different Foxhole Productions, this one's with, with two X's because it's owned by one of your biggest comedy influencers. Jamie Foxx. Yes. <laughs> Um, Life after being cancelled or shamed like this though It's going to be tough On my my family when it happens Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's not not easy I know people talk about it But comedians are held to a fairly high standard here Imagine if we were allowed to fucking just bash actors 
Oh. That'd be sick. <laughs> I'd be in Hollywood every holiday. <laughs> just <laughs> laying these little men out. <laughs> Back to La La Land. <laughs> Dad, that's Tom Cruise. No way. He says he's an action hero. He's 5'6". Yeah. <laughs> that can't be him. In, in heels. He played, Jack, taken him. he played Jack Reacher. There's no way. <laughs> he played that was the greatest oh, casting. You know that? He bought, he, I, th- I believe Tom Cruise bought the rights to Jack Reacher. So he could play Jack Reacher, who in the book is like a six foot four fucking ripped unit. Yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise like, well, I own it, so I'll stand on a box and bash people. <laughs> Whatever. Just let me get my Apple box. I'm gonna slap you. Um, my mum loves those Lee Child books. She was furious when Tom Cruise was was. Cut. Oh yeah. She was like, what? Should have been Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That'd be good. <laughs> is he still in great shape, Dolph? Yeah. Um, I reckon Susan's done the best thing here. He just shut up and got on with her life. Yeah. She didn't didn't feed the trolls or anything. Marissa Rundell, she uh, she now works as an office administrator at New York Icons where you can install your child in a tumbling or cheer class and they'll all win first prize. Oh, wow. Uh, until they reach nice. much later. They realise that uh, being told you're the best all the time may not be a good idea. Um, <laughs> Icons, their motto is we are iconic and we don't give up except in adulthood when we're worn out and <laughs> need to spend all our money on a therapy to explain why mum wanted us to train 12 hours a day instead of go to actual fucking school. What do you think the success ratio is? Is it higher on like a voice or X factor or a, a child, um, what are they called? Gymnast, a, a cheerleader. Yeah, kid. what are they called, the little parades? Like the like a pageant? Yeah, like a pageant. <laughs> Pageantry. Yeah. John Bonet. Who's pumped out more actual successful people pageants? Or an X Factor voice. Uh, Probably It'd pageants. Have to be, you reckon? <laughs> I think pageants so. with the modelling industry or something. Yeah, and I reckon a lot of actors and singers and stuff. I think if a lot of them would have been in pageants as a child. That's oh, my you're guess. doubling up. Yeah. Double threat, triple threat. <laughs> yeah. But an X Factor or a voice that's like being a 26 year old gymnast. It's yeah. too late. Yeah. You know what they've they've never managed to do though from all the pageants. So they haven't managed to crack this world peace thing they all keep talking no, about. No, but God, they're passionate they about it, it, aren't they? They all want it. <laughs> but they want it bad enough. Yeah, I don't think so. Nobody's doing anything oh, about they're it. They're solving the Iraq. Oh gosh. <laughs> the Iraq. So um I don't know how we finish this up. Sorry, Rad. We're gonna have to <laughs> wrap it up the there. Store. Was that the... Yeah. yeah, that's the end of my fucking little bit of. It's great. <laughs> this is why I love Heggy. You just never. It just stops. Yeah, all right. Wouldn't spend an hour. This is well over an hour. We're yeah. fine. No, this is spot on an hour. Oh, oh. Okay. Yep. Hey, Ripper. Bang. All that's right. it. That brings us to the end of the do go on. Slash mid-flight brawl remix. Spectacular. Combo. Spectacular. Yeah. Spectacular. Yeah. I don't mind remix. Remix yeah. is all right. Breakfast makes... radio really in my head. Yeah. I've come straight in from there. Remix. <laughs> DJ Khaled. Sorry, everyone. I didn't know to yell that. His toxic and pony played at the same time. But we'll call it a remix. Does it work, though? Does it no, work? They do okay. fit in. Yeah. Great. Yeah. There's a lot of songs being played on that station where someone's gone, hold on, it's the same beat, sort of. <laughs> yeah. That's got the same timing. Mash those up. Bang. There you go. Boom. <laughs> oh, Pay someone down. at your station made that. No. Oh, right, okay. Just the songs DJ. on the someone station. Else. Someone sent it in, two massive songs, and said, this is mine now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes these fuckheads just talk over an existing song. Yeah, call them, call it theirs. Yeah, brilliant. Kid Rock with uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> springs to mind. Just actually talking over the top of <laughs> yeah. Sweet Home Alabama. 
<laughs> million bucks. Thank you. Well, they died Brilliant. in a plane crash, didn't they? Leonard Skinner. Yeah, a lot of them did. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy. You don't have to put in effort. They're not going to come after you. Should we just play Sweet Home Alabama quietly underneath this entire <laughs> yeah, thing? Oh, yeah, Conrad. Get rock Sweet Home Alabama <laughs> to send us out. We, we talk over him talking over Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have live shows coming up? Yeah, we actually do. Um, so we're doing some shows at the European Beer Cafe on Sunday nights in April. Yes. There's a couple of those left, I, I believe. Yep. Sunday nights at 8.45. We'll be doing Do Go On Live, mm-hmm. which is uh, good fun. How about you guys? You guys are doing shows at the Comedy Festival, some stand-up stuff? Uh, yeah, we I are. am. I'm, yeah. I'm doing a show every night at European Beer Cafe, no less. It is rolling on for fucking ever. Because <laughs> uh, you do every night, right? Yeah, I do every night. And Amazing. Then, and then back uh, after Melbourne, Sydney, Perth, Brisbane. Beautiful. Yep. And I've got 10 shows only at Melbourne Comedy Festival, which I think are done by the time this comes out. But then Brisbane, Sydney, Newcastle, Perth, and then... We're doing live mid-flight brawls in Hobart and Launceston in the middle of the year. So midflightbrawl.com for that. Beautiful. Great fun. And, of course, uh, your podcast comes out every week and you can find that on all the podcast apps, Midflight Brawl, for more. Yeah, Yeah, we're not exclusive. Midflight shenanigans. Yeah. (laughs) And, Matt, you're fired. So rough way to find out. Luke and I have taken over. Sorry, mate. So weird. Yeah, we'll we'll give you back next week, right? Weird. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks very much for having us, guys. Oh, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. I know, this is like a real polite see you later yeah. standoff. Yeah. I'll just do it. Just see it, fuck it. Bye. Yeah, I've got to Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. 